Welcome to the Hero Realm. I'm Josh Brown. I'm Nick Rusk. And this week, these are our news and notes from, well, this past week, along with Stargirl, S.H.I.E.L.D., and our reviews of Ant-Man, followed by Ant-Man and the Wasp. So, as we normally say, here we go! So, to start up this episode, we of course have more news. A lot more news. So, the first of this news that came down this week is that Hercules will be coming to the MCU in a Disney Plus series. Which, not the Hercules we know is from Disney, but a different Hercules. Well, we, we've seen mythological... Oh, Nor- are they Norse? Is that Norse God? No. It's... Um, technically, Thor and Loki are technically both okay. Norse. So, we have, we've, we've had Odin and Thor and Loki, which are all Norse gods. So now you're going to throw in Hercules and Zeus and everybody else, too. Right. They've also, which Zeus and her and Odin has also made an appearance in Supernatural. Yeah. As well as Loki, obviously. Right. He's who Gabriel pretended to be. Right. So it's not the first time we've heard different, uh, you know, beings like that in there. True. And one thing that's interesting about this is they're saying that if, they get a Hercules Disney Plus series. He could come in as early as Phase Four, but he could make his first appearance in Thor of Love and Thunder. Mm. So that's an interesting little tidbit on that. So then, now there's also been some Black Widow news. Now, whereas we were hoping that it would be a theatrical release, at this point, with the fact that we don't even know when the theaters are going to open back up, it's looking like it could be closer to Black Widow ending up being a video-on-demand release on Disney+. Plus. Now, the only way that'll happen... We know that Disney has already announced that Mulan will be a video-on-demand release... Now, if that ends up going well, then Black Widow will most likely do the same. So, in saying that, you'll get a review from us on Black Widow at some point. Whenever it decides to come out. Exactly. It should have been out by now, shouldn't it? Technically, it should have, but like I said, since we have no idea when I don't the know theaters... If, I don't know if we mentioned this on the here yet or not, but also the new Halloween movie has been pushed back to a year. Yeah, I don't think we mentioned that. Yeah, so it was supposed to come out October this year. Now it's October next year, and then then the one the the third part of this movie, this trilogy, is set to come out in twenty twenty two. And and also with the fact of Stargirl, we kind of forgot last week to mention that we saw Doctorito's face. Yeah, yeah, his nice little lizard face. Yeah, we forgot to mention that we saw that. Yeah. So, but yeah, the only way, the way I understand it, the only way that Black Widow will become a video on demand release is if Mulan ends up doing well. Okay. So that's really up in the air at the moment. So as of now, Captain Marvel 2 does have a director. Mm. Nia DaCosta, who I've never heard of. Nope. <laughs> so apparently that means 10 projects in Phase 4 now have directors. That's good. So, and also there's been a new possible title mentioned for Spider-Man 3 titled Spider-Man Can't Go Home which it's pretty much still going off the fact of how the second one ended. Right. 
So now one thing that we haven't really talked too much about, and also we don't really know too much about it, but Moon Knight. Now, I don't know much about Moon Knight. I've I'm never guessing. Heard of it. No. <laughs> now I've got a pop figure up there somewhere within my collection. Uh, yeah. But Moon Knight, the series, will most likely focus on mental disorders. Mm. Which that's going to be kind of interesting, depending. Which I think it's Moon Knight himself that has like three different multiple personalities. So. They're bringing mental disorders into mm -hmm. the MCU. But this also brings up the fact of the bringing in of the Midnight Suns, which it's characters that we know of, but not characters that we've technically seen yet in the MCU, aside from Punisher. Because Midnight Suns will actually consist of Moon Knight, Blade, Punisher, Dracula, Dracula. and Morbius. Which has Morbius been still confirmed for? Who knows? A movie? Because if so, it was supposed to come out this summer, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been confirmed as a movie. It's just, just the release dates are just up in the air. So, yeah, that's pretty much where we are on that. But Falcon and Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, and Loki have all resumed production. Good. We need to get some shows going on here soon. Exactly. Thank you. Like, there's been nothing on TV because they can't make anything. So they they start showing these repeats of shows just with extra commentary. I'm like, I don't want to see that. Right. It's like when you're like House Hunters renovation, it's the same episode. It's just having B-list celebrities commenting mm -hmm. on the on the renovations. Like I don't care about that. Yeah. Which I think the Supernatural DVDs actually have Jensen and Jared commentating yeah. on some of the episodes. But now. We've actually got a good bit of Doctor Strange news that came down yesterday or a couple days ago as when this episode's going up. <laughs> but the events of WandaVision will actually lead into Doctor Strange 2. Okay. Because we'll actually have Wanda and Doctor Strange 2 at some point. Cool. And there will also be a new hero coming in. Her name is either Miss America or Miss Americana. Just like like the Miss America pageant? No. So the winner of the Miss America pageant gets on the thing? No. <laughs> Mainly, now we know that the working title for Doctor Strange 2 is Multiverse of Madness. Well, Miss America or Miss Americana, whatever her name is, while well, she's Puerto Rican. She's going to win the bikini contest. <laughs> she's Puerto Rican, young, and her power, she's able to kick holes in reality. Oh. That's effective. Yes. <laughs> so, and then... Maybe born... she could kick a hole in this reality that we're in with COVID. Like, okay. kick it out. Like, it doesn't exist anymore. I wish. And Baron Mordo will be returning. Oh. And also, now, the guy who played Quicksilver and... Um, Evan Peters? Yeah. Yeah. He is actually going to be coming in as an ally by the name of Mephisto. Mm. So he'll be returning, but actually, I, technically, this would be his MCU debut, yeah. more or less. Yeah. And then the villain is some guy by the name of Nightmare. Mm. And then another ally who is also a sorceress called Clea, which would actually be a love interest of Doctor Strange, mm -hmm. will be coming in as well. Now, the last bit of news. 
And this is more for Black Lightning and maybe even Stargirl with the fact that both of those film in Atlanta. Black Lightning is very possibly filming seasons four and five back to back. Oh, what's that? I don't know. Hmm. But with the fact that they're filming in Atlanta, I mean, Vancouver, we're still having questionable things going on there. But if anything, there's a rumor that Stargirl could be doing the same thing with filming seasons two and three back to back. Only problem is, have we had any confirmation that a season five for Black Lightning or even a season no. three for Stargirl? No. Well, if they filmed them, <laughs> I think there's a good chance that it's going to get picked up. Like, well, we just have these extra episodes. Now we'll, we'll do with them. Which we're actually hoping for a possibility of maybe some at least some working trailers within the next few weeks for most of the shows, which for Flash, if they bring out a trailer, it'll probably be from some of episode 20, which would have originally, no, not episode 20, episode 17 would it have been. What? How many episodes did Flash end with? Was it 19? If it was 19... Yeah, it would have been 19. Yeah, because it was supposed to be 22, and they had three left. Right, and so... Because it had a terrible ending. Yeah, I really want to forget that ending. Yeah. But if anything, if we get a trailer at all for Flash Season 7, it'll hopefully be some smidgets of footage from... Some smidgets of footage from Episode 20, since mainly we're looking at... The first few episodes pretty much being the end of season six, more or less. Yes. So, yeah, that's all the news from this past week. So, on to what's next. Okay, so first from this past week, we have Stargirl. Stargirl. So, like we actually mentioned in the previous segment, a couple episodes ago, we did see Dr. Ito's face. Yep. His lizard Lizard face. face. So, mainly what we have now, especially for what's going on in Stargirl, we, well, this was Stars and Stripe Part 1, part, yeah. which season finale being part next two. week. <laughs> so, what we have going on right now is the ISA is pretty much working with the, what do we call it, brainwashing machine? Yeah, kind of reminds me of Cerebro from X-Men. Yeah. It kind of can tap into anybody, mm-hmm. any anybody's brain. So one thing that Dr. Ito mentioned when he hooked up Brainwave to this thing is it could turn your frontal lobe to mush mm-hmm. or, completely liquefy, or completely liquefy your spine. Yeah, you know, the usual. <laughs> yeah. So in general, is Brainwave mainly the leader of the ISA? I don't know. It's hard. I, I, at first, I think it's Icicle, then Brainwave, then Dr. Ito. I don't know who's in charge. Right. I don't think they know either. Yeah. <laughs> but before all this happens, we actually have uh, Tigress and Sportsmaster. Yeah, back from the sit-go. Yep. So Tigress goes in to attack mainly Courtney and her mom. Mm-hmm. And I think her mom is probably glad that Courtney has the staff now. Yes. So, yeah, and then she practically gets beaten to a pulp, more yeah. or less. 
Now, Sportsmaster goes uh, goes after Stripe and his son. Mm-hmm. And somehow he gets defeated by a drill. Yeah. So, but his son's name is Mike, right? We'll go with that. Okay. Yeah. Well, Mike now knows about the robot right. and also that Courtney is Stargirl. Right. So they end up going to a safe house where we actually even find out the sort of the solution to the algorithm of Our Man's Journal. Right. So, yeah, because they came, it was the, the car, the year, right? Mm-hmm. The year for the car. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not an answer to, well, we already pretty much had the answer to that, how our man was killed, mm-hmm. but it's pretty much at least given us more of an idea of what's going on, yeah. more or less. And honestly, thanks to the fight scenes at the beginning. I honestly give this episode probably at least well, an eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, but then the uh, the team goes and f- goes and breaks into their computer mm-hmm. of, the, of the ISA. Drop my microphone, sorry. <laughs> and they uh, they discover what their plans are. Was like, oh, uh, energy independence or like solar energy. Mm-hmm. Um, against global warming, uh, universal healthcare. They're like, oh, this is all good. End racism. Like, this is, are we on the right side? Right. And then they keep reading and says, oh, it comes at a cost. 25 million people will die right. in order to have all this. Because what they're doing is programming everybody's, all the adults' brains, fully developed brains. Mm-hmm. And a portion of them will reject it and then die. So that's what the cost is. So now they're like, okay, yeah, we have to stop this because 25 million people can't die right and as they you know re- start to do that they look over and then the the adults have all of a sudden become catatonic because mm-hmm. brainwave has started his machine and is starting to take over all the brains so that's how that episode ended so yeah of course the uh season finale being next week we'll get the answers to what's going to happen give me a second here so i think that's it for star girl i believe so yeah. Yeah. So, so on, now, the, on the shield with the first appearance of Fitz in all, all this whole season. Yeah, which mainly, as we know, the previous episode, the Chronotons kidnapped Fitz. Not like then kidnapped Fitz, kidnapped Simmons. Right. And Beak. Yeah. And they're trying to get into her brain to figure out where Fitz is. But yeah. They can't because she's got that memory blocker, so they can't figure out you know why is always this working why are you hiding this how are you doing this right and then while that's going on daisy and Souza pretty much decide to take the quinjet to mm. try to go rescue her and she doesn't know how to fly it <laughs> yeah so mac ends up coming to help and yeah. they're pretty much just drifting, drifting in space right now aren't they yeah so but yeah, as we finally get these visions of Fitz, well, eventually, Simmons forgets who Fitz is. Yeah, because at the end, she goes, did you find Fitz? And she goes, who's Fitz? Yeah, so... So, was that... Now, does that have the effect of because of they went to a brain, or... I don't know how... The... I want to say it's either an effect of that, or an effect of the memory blocker being... Amplified or something? Pretty much. To where she's... 
blocks of the memory of him altogether. Because just where he is. there was one memory where she was saying, I don't, I don't want to forget. I don't want to forget. Yeah. And then after that. So maybe, maybe it's a, there's like a, a trip thing in the thing in the in the the uh, memory blocker that if it starts to get tampered with, it would wipe out every memory of Fitz. Sort of like a failsafe. A failsafe, right. So if that starts to get tampered with, it'll ruin everything. And she's like, I don't want to forget Fitz. Right. So maybe that's what it is. And I bet Deke's like, wait a second. If there's no Fitz, there's no me. Yeah. Because <laughs> like they have, they're my grandparents. Yeah. If they're, if they're not together, then I can't exist. So it's like another time loop, which what if it catches up and hit and he would vanish because of uh, Daisy. So mm-hmm. it's the same way. If she, if she, her mom's dead. If she, yeah. if she was never born, she should vanish. So maybe they'll end up resetting time to where um, Daisy's mom doesn't die and Fitz and Simmons are together and then all the other people down the line will still be born. Right. Which, but also now, but Mac, when his parents mm-hmm. were taken over, yada, 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 and he killed them, was he already born at that point? Yeah. Okay. But maybe I could go back and change it to where they still are alive. So right. So since they're in a different timeline now, mm-hmm. they could hopefully go back. Probably end up resetting the timeline back to normal is probably how it's going to end. Right, because we can't lose Daisy and Deke. No. <laughs> Which they would have to put Sousa back in time somewhere, wouldn't he? Yeah, wouldn't they? Well, everybody thinks he died. He died. Right. He actually did. I think get that supposed to. Well, he was supposed to, but Coulson actually they pulled him out. Right. So everybody thinks he's dead. It still goes along with time that he's supposed to be dead. He's just not. So I guess he can just do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah, I mean, technically for him, they could even just give him a new identity. Right. But, yeah, which we'll actually cover this more when we get to Ant-Man. But as we've been saying with the fact that Haley Atwell is supposed to make an appearance, if we actually do see the startup of S.H.I.E.L.D., in terms of just the um how the time travel and everything, they're probably not too far off from the start of Shield. Right. Because Ant Man, of course, before we get to the meat of it, it pretty much starts in nineteen eighty nine at Shield headquarters. Right. And then next week is the two hour series finale. So Which we were right that there does have thirteen episodes. They're just... just doing a two hour for the final. Right. So yeah, we're gonna remember it starts an hour earlier this time. Yeah, which I'll be at work, so yeah. I'll have to wait until I get home to watch it. Mm. Which I would almost say we could record next Thursday, but I don't get off till seven. No. <laughs> so, because I'm planning on watching it Wednesday night when I get home, okay. even though I don't get off till eleven. But besides that, <laughs> so mainly, also Daisy's sister. Which what was her name? I don't know. Okay. It's our staple. We don't remember yeah. names. So she pretty well, much... Let's, just, let's make up a name for her. Um, Carol? Sure. Carol. <laughs> oh, Daisy's sister, Carol. <laughs> but, yeah, we actually... We see her pretty much manipulate S.H.I.E.L.D. into right. her wanting to become an agent of, an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. Which... May pretty much went all through that right. <laughs> easily. So, yeah, pretty much. Was there any real 
target or anything throughout this episode no but it's just kind of a besides the whole fits right thing. yeah it was just kind of like showing kind of fits his first appearance in the entire season right so we still don't know where he is no. but we'll, 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 we'll most likely see him we'll, in this upcoming yeah, episode we'll have to yeah it's, the, it's it it's the last two hours and we're done mm-hmm. and then no more marvel tv except for whatever's coming disney up plus. on disney plus right and who knows when that'll actually get to air yeah because as we know now at least there's a chance that falcon and winter soldier could come up this year but it depends on how much they still have to film and everything but wandavision should definitely be this year and then i want to say a lot of it's going to be early 2021 Mm -hmm. and also black widow we'll find out hopefully Hopefully it'll be this month or next month that we'll find out if Black Widow ends up being a video on demand yeah. release or not. Which, of course, the on demand release you have to pay for, mm-hmm. which I think they said like thirty bucks. Oh, really? <laughs> but honestly, I would pay that just to be able to finally watch Black Widow. Yeah. But I believe that's everything for Shield. Shield. Yep. So yeah, we'll have the season finales in our next episode. Mm-hmm. So now on to Ant Man. So now we'd like to take a short break from the podcast to pretty much give you guys a chance to help us. Now, with a small monthly donation every month, you can help us to bring this podcast to you every week. Now, yes, we have working microphones, a working computer, but we'd maybe even want to invest in some cameras and even live stream. And live streaming would, of course, give us a chance to not make it just about us, but make it about you guys as well. And you could, of course mainly post questions for us to answer and pretty much anything and we could answer them right live through the live stream but as i said just a small monthly donation and we can keep on bringing this podcast to you saying the link to the support is in the episode of is in the description of the podcast And now, on to our next area of following the past. We have Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. So, as we said before, Ant-Man itself starts out at S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters in 1989. Dr. Hank Pym is pretty much complaining about someone trying to replicate what he calls the Pym particle. Yeah. And mainly... It's pretty much technology to be able to mainly shrink the density of a person and or material, but increase the strength. So, yeah, he's mainly just complaining about that in this first little segment. Yeah. But then we get to the future. Back to the future. Yes. Part one, two, and three. And we have Scott Lang's associate, Luis, who takes very long telling stories. But it mainly gets to the point that he's getting out of prison. He gets a job at Baskin Robbins. Oh, Baskin Robbins. (laughs) And then pretty much gets fired because they found out about him being a convicted felon. Yeah. Which, of course, the customer that he had was asking for something hot, which... Baskin Robbins doesn't have no, that. No, it's ice cream. Yes. I mean, it might have hot fudge. 
Well, yeah, but this guy wanted a burger and fries. Oh, well, you're not going to find it there. Go to Dairy Queen. Right. You get fries, burgers, and ice cream. Yeah. So, anyhow. So, he goes back to Luisa's bachelor pad, more or less. Yeah. And finds out that there's even more associates. We've got the wizard. Of Oz. And Dave. <laughs> Dave. Dave Coulier. Uh, no, not Dave Coulier. <laughs> Cut it out. But just someone named Dave. Uh. So they're pretty much trying to build their own business. Pretty much a hacking business called Xcons. But yeah, Luis gets into the story about practically Hank's house that has the Ant-Man suit. Which we find out later on that Hank actually allowed Scott to steal it. Yeah. Which his daughter Hope wasn't too mm. happy about that at the time. So Scott Lang becomes a new Ant-Man. And the main reason for all this is because a person that Hank mentored is trying to replicate the pen particle. Yeah. Mainly for the yellow jacket suit. Which, actually, one thing that we don't want to forget is we do see Falcon in mm -hmm. this movie. Mainly when they're trying to infiltrate what used to be just a Stark Industries yeah. building, which is now, what, the Avengers training ground, more or less? Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, he gets all that and everything. And, I mean, for something like this, wouldn't it take years and years of training to do what he does in, like, just a few days? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's how it usually works, though. Right. With, with shows like this, everything just sped up so we can get to the storyline. Right. Guess. I mean, so far, every origin story, it takes about an hour to get to the actual action. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so they get to the point of infiltrating this building. And mainly, what's his name? He already, the guy oh, who... what's his name? The guy who puts on the yellow jacket suit. Yeah. He pretty much had safety measures to pretty much keep from the suit actually being stolen. But, yeah, the main fight ensues on a helicopter. And then into the bedroom of Scott's daughter. <laughs> and we see an enlarged ant, an enlarged Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, yes. And then Scott eventually goes subatomic. <laughs> Scott. But... Whereas Hank didn't think it was possible to come back from the quantum realm, Scott actually made it back. Yeah. So, yeah, the quant quantum realm is the uh, kind of the key to everything for Endgame. Mm-hmm. Which we'll get to that when we talk covering it. Right. Which, I mean, shorten well, pretty much shortened to the point. That's about it for just the first Ant-Man movie. Yeah. But Ant-Man and the Wasp is a little more in depth. Yeah. Which, before we get into that, one thing I wanted to look into, as we've been going through this, I've actually been thinking about other superheroes and whatnot that seem or have gotten to the point of underrated. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, just from what I've looked at, I mean, yes, a lot of people show Power Rangers as underrated, but which I disagree with pretty much every mm -hmm. one of them. But the one that I think is actually kind of underrated is The Mask. Mm -hmm. And mainly just because 
when they brought in the movie Son of the Mask, which was more of a prequel, it really didn't fit with what happened in the first one. And I mainly go by the first one just because of being a Jim Carrey thing. Which, the mask itself was created by Loki. His old Loki. So we have another Loki. Loki's everywhere. Yeah, which... Let me see if I can actually bring up a synopsis of both movies just to give a bit of an oversight of what I'm pretty much talking about here. Because... I mean, it just seems like, especially with sequels, which in this case, prequels, it still mainly just doesn't give it the great the praise that it deserves. So give me just a moment here. So now for the mask. Well, for one, it was given just about a 7 out of 10 rating. But mainly all it says for the synopsis of The Mask. Bank clerk Stanley Epkiss is transformed into a manic superhero when he wears a mysterious mask. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. He pretty much goes green, more or less. Yeah, like the Hulk. Yes, but not angry. Right. It's more of just putting on a mask, pretty much go crazy. But when we get to Son of the Mask, give me another moment here. Now, this one had Jamie Kennedy in it. But Tim Avery, an aspiring cartoonist, finds himself in a predicament when his dog stumbles upon the mask of Loki. Then, after conceiving an infant son born of the mask, he discovers just how loony child raising can be. I really don't think that one was as good. And look at it, it was given a 2.2 out of yeah. 10. So, I think ever since they brought out Son of the Mask, which I did hear that the mask could be getting rebooted, I just feel that the mask itself has been underrated. But can you think of any that seem like they may have been Not underrated? Not on hand, I have to think about it. I mean, I must think maybe Teenage Mutant, Teenage oh, Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles a little bit. And even Captain Planet. Captain Planet. <laughs> but, I mean, we're anyway. not necessarily here to yeah. talk about that no. at the moment. <laughs> Saw Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Yep. So, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mainly, the mid credit scene that we get at the end of Ant-Man pretty much has Hank giving Hope the Wasp. Yeah. suit. Which we did forget to mention that Hope and Scott were pretty much kissing at the end of Ant-Man. Yeah. But yeah, mainly so Hope is pretty much working as the Wasp while Scott is under house arrest. Which is the main reason why he wasn't in Infinity War. Yeah. <laughs> so which actually the chief of the FBI that was in Ant-Man the Wasp he jumped universes. Oh. He was in something DC at one point. Hmm. But besides that. So mainly with the with the Ant-Man suit that we have this time around, it actually has some cool features that we actually saw in Civil War. The fact of being able to grow. Yeah. 
which, of course, the prototype that we see, he pretty much gets quite short, <laughs> which is kind of hilarious, honestly. And mainly they're going up sort of a ghost and whatnot. But the main thing is just getting Hank's wife back from the quantum right. room. Which, seeing a woman be perceived through Scott's mouth at some point in that is just strange. Yeah. But besides that, so for the most part, the ghost that we have that they're going up against as well is wanting to use the currently being built quantum tunnel to pretty much restore herself and whatnot. So it's really, there's not really much to say on this because there wasn't really any true villain being perceived. But we did have a huge Pez dispenser at one point yeah. during that. So is there really a whole lot to say on it, man? No, no, I mean, the uh, the mid credit scene, it's uh, when they're there um, while Lang is in the quantum realm, everybody the, just turns to dust. Right. Which is after, obviously, this movie aired at, after, after Infinity War. Right, so... That shows that's the tie-in with this movie is how everybody's just going to dust. But since uh, Scott's still in the uh, the quantum realm, it doesn't affect him. Now, my only question: How did he get out of the quantum realm? It just happened. I mean, when when we see it in uh in was it Endgame? We saw him come out. Yeah. Well, we saw him like in a van or outside something. of. He was in the van. That, yeah. That, that it was like in an impound lot. It was still the device was still in the back of the van, mm-hmm. and it came from there. Okay. Yeah. Because I didn't think it was really ever explained how he got out. It of just kind of it, it just kind of popped out. Like, okay. Oh, hey, I'm back. So, yeah, there isn't really much to Ant Man and yeah. the Wasp besides, of course, the mid credits scene and everything else. But I mean, the big thing for this movie, of course, was getting Hank's wife back. Right. Which they did accomplish that. Yeah. So, what we're pretty much looking at next week is we'll go over... Now, we're going to pretty much take the schedule a little different for the rest of the movies. Mainly with the fact of Spider-Man Far From Home pretty much picking up right where Endgame left off. Mm-hmm. So, next week, we'll take on Spider-Man Homecoming and Black Panther... And then the following week will be our season finale, and we'll take Avengers Infinity War, Captain Marvel, Endgame, and Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, pretty much for this week, that's That's everything. So, as we always say, keep your eyes peeled, your ears open, and stay heroic. Bye. Bye.